Yo, what is up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Big Four Podcast. My name is Luke Spring. I'm with the usual Brian, Nick, and Andrew. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm having a day. I'll Chilling. tell you. I'm having a day. Thanks having a day. Andrew's, I don't know what he said, but Brian, I'm how chilling. are you doing? You're, no, uh, it was a f- okay day. Really warm out. Um, I watched a lot of golf. Really My guy, Jordo Spieth, played well. Caught. Nick isn't disappointed, but I'm actually incredibly frustrated that he wasn't better than what Tough he did. Day. Hey, 20 in- mile hour winds out there. Tough day. He, he hit Tough 12 day. out of 14 fairways. That yeah, broke, like, there you go. Record from like ten, five years ago. Good for him. He's feeling it. So I'm happy. I'm waking up at seven tomorrow to watch him play golf. So, hey, life is good. I don't nice. know if anybody. I don't know if any of you guys want to join me. Get some scuba gear. Going straight, straight to the island green. Grabbing some golf balls. We can make a business out of that. <laughs> oh my gosh! In the water. Did you see? Uh, they, they, I saw Instagram account. They post. They say, uh, uh, "We can. Someone give me scuba gear. We're going the seventeenth green. We're fishing out as many golf balls. We're going to make more than the purse." Probably. The tournament. <laughs> you probably could. And then Paul Casey mil? comments, I went, I hit two back left. Let me know if you find anything. <laughs> Did you see the Ian Poulter post? That was amazing. Yes, plus 29 between three of the world's best golfers. And then Henrik Stenson, who's ass now. What did he call? It was a bunch of... Uh... I don't know. But they were all plus... It was Poulter who shot uh, Poulter, like nine Hatton, over. Stenson Murray. shot 13. Hatton shot four. McRoy shot five. No, McElroy was seven. Six. Poulter oh, was seven, five. Seven, 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 seven. Poulter was, was nine. Stenson was, was thirteen. No, Hatton was. And they were Poulter was five. Poulter was five. Sorry, and then yeah, they were combined twenty nine. Yeah. Irrelevant. It was funny. So um, yeah. Yes, golf. Uh, but we and as always, we're your number two source for all things sports. If you know, you know. Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Big Four underscore podcast. We just did an episode on Tuesday because we didn't do one on Monday because there was nothing to talk about, but we're also doing it one today, even though there's really nothing to talk about. There isn't a lot to we say. Got I mean, the, the socks. The NBA, the NBA is coming off the all-star break, the NFL. I mean, we went over the free agency stuff on Tuesday, so there's nothing really that's changed. Mark Ingram's on the Texans now, which is extremely it's irrelevant. It's a weird that, move. It's a weird move. It, it's super irrelevant. It doesn't is. mean anything, but that's the one thing that came out of the NFL today. But so we're just going to talk about the Red Sox and Mr. Brian O'Donnell. Uh, explain to us why you think the Red Sox are going to win the World Series. Give it to him, Big B. I don't, they might not win the World Series, but they oh, are grossly... Okay. They win a game. They win a game. It's like Brian adds 10 wins to the regular season total. (laughs) They're just, they win a a game. It's it's disrespectful to me that uh, people think that they're, they're bad because they're, they really, sorry. First of all, loses a hundred games. First of all, they got their man back. Alex Cora. That's a whole different. That's that, that in itself, I think adds 10 wins. It took a year off. Last year doesn't even count. It yeah, didn't even a year off. 60 games, my butt. Hey, remember opening day, though? They were going to win it all. <laughs> JD, um, 100 RBI. <laughs> JD, 100 RBI. But, uh, um, hey, and they get to start with Baltimore again. So, oh, positive oh. thoughts. Um, so, oh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, Core helps a lot. Their bullpen, it's just really, it's actually really good. People think their bullpen's terrible. Um, adding, adding, uh, Adding Adam Ottavino helps a lot. He's, well, I want to see him experience. I want to see him fire it. And he's looked good, I think, in like behind the scenes bullpens and stuff. Um, Garrett Whitlock, Rule Five guy. He was from the Yankees. He's uh he's kind of a beast. Um, you always got Matt Barnes. He's consistent. 
You got Japanese guy, Savamura. Apparently, he's like way better than Koji ever was and has like a 97 mile power splitter. So, how do you hit that? I mean, that's Tommy um, John next year, but we'll take him when we can get him. And he's really, <laughs> he's 32. He's been doing this for a while. Um, um, Darns and Hernandez, I think, is really underrated in the pen. So, their pen's good. Cora Starting loves rotation, him. Hmm? Cora loves him. I love Hernandez. I think he's really good. And the starting rotation, Erod, I think he's awesome. He's back. He looked great today. Um, if Evaldi stays healthy, he's good. Um, Garrett Richards looks really bad, but hey, yes, I'm, very trying bad. Hope- I'm trying to stay hopeful here, so I'm just going to say he's going to do okay. If he can be an okay, if he can get out there every five days and give us a chance, that's all I'm asking, a chance. Um, and then you got Martin Perez. He might not be the best, but he had a good year last year, and he wants to be here. Let's not underrate. And he hates that. the Yankees. That's how many guys want to be in Boston be, that don't do well. He wants to be here. He <clears> literally, <throat> like, I'm not. He literally said, "I'm not going to play next year if I don't get signed by the Sox." Wow. How many, okay. I tell you what, man. How many guys don't thrive in Boston that don't want to be here? Right. I mean, I'm telling you. You look at Victorino. Loved him. Played great. Almost. I mean, won us a playoff game. Right. Was the reason we got to the World Series in a, in a sense. I mean, then you look at other guys like Pedroia, Bogarts, Bet, even Betts. Betts wanted to be here, but then he didn't want to be here. But you know, like then guys who didn't want to be here, you got Carl Crawford. He purposely dropped a fly ball so he will. The, the only exception to a guy yeah. that didn't want to be here that played really well was Adrian Gonzalez. He's the only exception. Did he not want to be here though? You no, know, he didn't want to be here. He's Mexican. What about Beltre? What about Beltre? Ma- Beltre was here for a year. That doesn't count. Yeah, but um, and then Pavetta, he can be a solid. Starter, and then you got Andres, who also has Pavetta's fine. He's the back good. end of rotation's god awful. It's not god awful. It's fine. It's it's not. It's no better than um. See, this is where you're too optimistic, Brian. Let's look at. It. I don't Let's think look it's that bad. Pavetta sucks. I don't think it's that bad. Put what about Tanner Houck? Is he gonna make the Tana roster? Make the roster? No, he won't. What? Poor guy. He's, he's not good enough. One hit. No, one he there. is, but he'll get called up probably. Yeah. Um I think they're underrated. And then, you know, the whole team is built off of utility players. Every single guy can play every position. Honestly. So you could have a new guy at every position all the time. Um, literally, literally, other than like Verdugo, Bogarts, and Devers, the whole, and I guess catchers, even Vasquez, those has played first, second, and third. They still got the whack dog too, right? The whack dog. The whack dog though. Connor Wong is looking like he has Connor a chance. Wong. I don't yeah. believe he will, but um, he has a chance if the wet dog doesn't perform. I he tell you what, though, I like I like CV seven. I'll tell you what, man. Oh, Vasquez is he's he can hit now too, and if he can he's hit for average, he has he's, been the, for the past few years. I know. I mean, we, I know. we might be pushing like you might be pushing like two eighty, two ninety with twenty ding dongs this year. That'd be huge. That's where I he did two years ago. Yeah, I love yeah, that. He had like twenty three bombs. So if he and, can he said do that, he, and he's great defensively too, man. Oh, Throbby D at first, baby. He's hitting 45 <laughs> bombs this year. He is. And 45 <laughs> base hits. Well, I saw this. What was the stat today? He has like he has like n- something like nine at bats, three home runs, and the rest are strikeouts this this see he's, or he's this jo- preseason he's, so far. He's Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo. Hey, Joey Gallo. <laughs> he is Joey hey, Gallo. He's a hey, every team needs one. Joe. Every team needs every team needs a guy that can step up there. You know, maybe and especially the Red Sox. And hit an absolute tank every five yeah, or six yeah, at-bats. Fifth inning, they're down like two nothing, get a runner on. This guy steps up to the plate, hits a surprise ding, hits a surprise homer you never see it well, coming. That's, that's what the French fry is too, gives right? Him the, so gives him the spark. Last last yeah, year, Dahlbeck got, got called up and hit, what, a home run in his first six games? Okay. He probably went mm-hmm. one for four, two for four, and all those at-bats, but he had RBIs. I'll take that. 
if the top five guys in the order with if Bogarts the Devers hitting, I'll live with it. If if Bogarts Devers, JD, um, Verdugo, and arguably arguably Vasquez are all roughly three hundred hitters, and then Kike is probably going to lead off. Then he is a career like two twenty hitter, but I feel like he's a better hitter than that. Um, because he was Who, never Kike? an everyday player. Yeah, I yeah, I feel like he can't has. hit righties. He's tough against righties. It's tough. It's tough for him to get going against the right-handers. Except he's now against, he's going to. He's, he's going to get to southpaws. He's, he's never been. He's, um, he was he's, the guy. He was a southpaw specialist when they had him in LAD. I know, but now he can play every day, so he'll get a rhythm, and he can use the wall. Like it's a whole different vibe. Hey, I'm I'm positive thinking here. Um, Marwin, Too positive, solid, very very glass half full. Glass um, is a third full. That's, I, I that's just, I just, I'm means, just trying to stay positive here. I really want them to be good because I do. I don't know. I don't think they're that bad though. I really don't. I mean, who knows? Yeah, I don't. I don't think. And you forgot to mention Hunter Renfro too. Unless you probably did. I don't know. You Hunter threw out Renfro. a lot of names. Yeah, I didn't. Names. I didn't name everybody, but um, Renfro. You know, he's another kind of Dalbeck kind of guy. Is Chavis gonna make the roster? I hope so. I have a feeling uh, he should because he's had a good spring. Kristen Arroyo's terrible, so. He shouldn't make the roster. What about Jonathan Arauz? He's been playing well, too. Arauz? I don't think he will because he's young. I, I don't think he will. Chavis should because he has outfield experience, too. And He um, does. But he's another. I feel like Arauz he's another. Marco Hernandez are the same player. Just call him up whenever. Marco Hernandez. I remember That's him. That's true. Yeah. But no, I remember. Or uh, I feel like Chavis is the same as Dahlbeck, except he's a little worse. Like, he's just going to either hit a bomb or strike out every single time he's up at the yeah. plate. I just hope, yeah, hopefully with a little bit more experience, he'll do better. And I think they, and Jaron Duran, I think, should make the roster, but he probably won't. But he could get called up in, like, May. That's, like, what they do. Who's going to make the roster? Oh, they, they cut it. They cut the roster size down, didn't they? No, no, it's 26. They added a player. They added a player. It's usually 25, but it's going to be 26, but that just means they're going to add a pitcher. Yeah. But, um, no, the, the like, your bench is going to, well, you would think French fry um, would. Uh, French dressing. I haven't seen him play, so he probably would start the year on the DL. I would assume. Sorry, the IL. Um, because why? What's wrong with him? Is he injured? Well, he hasn't. No, he well, He had. No, the, he's perfectly fine. They're just he gonna had put him Rona. In the IL. He had Rona, <laughs> and he just got to camp. So if he missed already a month, basically, like I don't think he's gonna be ready in three weeks. So he'll probably start on the IL. And then they'll probably go with like I don't I don't even know. All I want is Durant to be our starting outfielder because he's Christian Yelich. I tell you what. I tell you what. This team bucket is going to be a serious, seriously legit team if we get the same. If they we the Red Sox get the same production out of Bogarts and Darius that they did two years ago, they will be a very legit team. And JD, if if you get. I, yeah, and JD, but Dever, you look back, go to you know, three years ago, that World Series championship team, JD was amazing. Devers kind of fell behind the curve just a little bit, kind of got hot towards the end of the year. It was only his second year. Exactly. But but then the next year, JD took a step back. Bogarts and Devers took a big step forward. They kind of picked up the slack for each other. And then Verdugo came last year and played well. But if we get the same, the, we, the Red Sox, I'm going to keep saying we, <laughs> if the Red Sox get the same production that they did two years ago, out of Bogart's endeavors, we're talking 300. Devers top of the league, almost in doubles, using the using the contours of the of Fenway Park to his advantage. Bogart's the same way, using the wall well like they always do. Just great hitters, and Devers obviously improved in the field last year. If we can get some kind of combination of the field work and the hitting, like we did last year and two years ago, from those two players, I tell you what, this team could be serious. 
I, I, I truly think, believe that. Yeah, go ahead, Luke. I think the hitting the hitting's not really something to worry about. The hitting's been there for the past three to four years. It's just the consistency of the pitching. Like, yeah, they have good names. They have good pitchers, but who knows what sales going to look like. Erod, he is having good spring, according to Brian, but he, again, who knows, like spring is completely different than the regular season. It's just down to the consistency of the pitching. They have good names, but it's just, are they going to be able to be consistent and hover around, I don't know, runs against like four or five throughout the year, and then they'll be fine because they'll, they're going to score a ton. So yeah, I, they I should. Mean, as, as Brian said, you know, last year, eight runs a game gets you a win, which was insane, Liam, which is an insane amount. Keep up that offensive production. They improve the pitching. They only need to score three runs, four runs a game sometimes. Which is really good. Which is something that they want to look forward. Something they need, but it's it's the bullpen that needs to hold, and the back end of the rotation that needs to get you those five innings of maybe two, three run baseball and tan it over to the bullpen. The bullpen doesn't, yeah, the bullpen doesn't need to work as hard, um, and you know, as and as in a lot of innings, especially when when you get guys like Erod and even sometimes Nathan Navaldi can go long into games. But once you get towards the back end of that rotation, guys like, I don't know if Andreas will be a starter, but if he is, P- Pavetta and Richards, if they can't hold down the four at the back end of the rotation. It's going to be really, you really got to rely on that bullpen. And it's sometimes, you know, it it's ha- it can happen. It's sports, they made a lot of moves this offseason. That could change my mind. Um, but it's off, It's very diff- rare, I guess, sometimes to see that kind of, Big leap in bullpen production from one year to the next. They yeah. did add three really good names, though. So, yeah, I mean, we all know about their offense. We know it's going to be great, but we really need to, like you guys have said, the pitching, the pitching staff really needs to figure out how to really close out games because you can't count on the Red Sox offense to go out there and get you five, six, seven runs every single game. There's going to be some games where you're only getting one or two or three runs. And that really just comes down to uh, trusting the back end of that rotation and trusting the relievers. Um, That's kind of why I put them in the under for their overall win total being under 81 games um, is because I just don't trust that yet. Yeah, we'll see, though. Spring is going well with for the Red Sox, and hopefully that keeps up um, into the regular season. Anyone else want to say anything about the Red Sox? No? Three weeks Good. away, baby. Three weeks away from opening three day. Weeks, Here we go. Three weeks away, opening day. Uh, days, baby. We're just going to move right into picks just because, you know, it's going to be – there's not much to talk about. No one has uh, we'll, I feel like you have a stash of stats. Well, he yeah. has one. We'll do we'll that do one that after. after. But the first pick, and these can take a little bit of time because we haven't been on for a while, is what is it? I don't know. I don't want to butcher it because uh, you can't butcher golf player players championship players championship. Uh, The winner is that what we're picking? The winner? Yes, we are. Or the Uh, let's do what we did for the let's do what we did for the the uh, five the masters. Do top top five? You get a point. Three points for the winner. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Because uh, picking a winner start. is really Nick's going to go first. And I, I we first round, if you know, you're listening to this, the first round's underway. First round just finished. Second round's probably underway if you're listening to us. Most people listen to us don't even watch golf. But um, I'm very optimistic about um, just kind of, kind of just taking one last glance at the leaderboard. But I see one big long name that's sitting tied for six, Bryson DeChambeau, last year's winner. 
And you know what? I was I was very shocked by his play last today. week. Yeah, last week's winner. You said last year. Oh, last week's winner. And I tell you what, the, this guy's a he he thrives on courses where you can like cut the corners, take aggressive lines because he hits it so far. He hits it four yards farther than everybody else. He can't really do it at TPC, but I was really impressed by the way he just kind of he had a really good short game today. That that's sums up to it. That's what it sums up to. If he can keep it up, I tell you what. I'm gonna say I tell you what a lot. This guy's gonna be the winner again. So you're picking Bryson. Bryson DeChambeau. Okay. Andrew. Um, so anybody picking right now, do not look at the top of the leaderboard and say, Hey, the leader has a two stroke lead. Maybe I'll pick him. Do <laughs> not do that. Do that. <laughs> point that's that's my first point. Sergio Garcia will shoot around in we'll the shoot high 85 70s. tomorrow. Sergio's got afternoon time, afternoon time with the winds picking up tomorrow. Good luck, buddy. Good luck. Yeah, with but your did you see the stat? Did you hear the stat? They said the last, down, the last nine Marlo's. winners of the players had a morning and then afternoon. I mean, here's time. the one thing that goes for Sergio. Sergio's played 20 round, 20 terms of the players. This will be his 21st. He has finished in the top three, four times, which is the most, which is the highest of anyone ever. Even mm-hmm. out of the Tigers. I still don't so. trust him. I mean, he does um, play well there. So I'm really thinking about, uh, Really thinking about Rory McIlroy. He, he he played great today. No, I'm just kidding. He <laughs> You're was joking. Terrible. Let's get to the point. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go Bryson too. Um, yeah. I just eh. he's the biggest first off, off the leaderboard. First off, he's fun to watch. Second off, it's just he's he's a great golfer. I mean, he sh- he should be better than he than he is right now, just because of I mean, you you can't go driver nine iron onto the green and then miss a putt. Like it, that's that's just something that he can't really. Only do. us mere mortals can. But all right, I I still trust him. Brian, I'm going with my heart. Oh my god! Oh, he's oh, going Jordan's feet. He's not because back. He's not back. I promise you, Brian. He's, he's not back. How is he's not? He's not. How is how is three top fours in the last month not back? Because he's when back he was until there, Sunday. he won five in one year, made twelve million dollars, <laughs> won the FedEx Cup. That's when okay, you want to know what happens? He's not going to get freaking back because he's a top five machine. All of a sudden, Ryan, so you're jinxing it. A... You're jinxing it, buddy. I ta- I'll gonna... take the top five and move on to next week. I'll take the top five and move to Honda. I will he's do it. Top at the five, Honda. Top five. Move, run to West Palm. Watch Ojemok play, and then we can watch Austin. Just no. Just say. Just just say. Say Jordan Speed. Because he had a career day off Your the funeral. tee today. He's feeling confident with the driver. He will be better tomorrow with his irons and wedges because he always is. And he'll make some putts tomorrow. And he will. He will be in the top five. I'm not saying he's going to win. But he will be in the <laughs> yeah, top five. I mean. Because he's been a top five machine. He's been consistent over the last month. He has his swagger back. All of his friends are saying that. JT T36. Mark my words. T36. Oh, sh- because he's a bum just because you say um, you're gonna ruin a string of top 15s t36 you heard it here first t36 <laughs> okay um second pick uh we didn't really go over this luke, but luke, luke. what's your pick luke oh uh i no no, no no put some thought into it sergio it. oh yeah he's taking the leader Oh, oh, Shane Garcia. Yeah. No, dude. I, oh, 
I hate Sergio. Sergio he he, he might. I mean, maybe I it's a him. safe pick. Hopefully, he just gets into the it's top five. I'll tell you what, he's not gonna. That, Brian Harmon's not gonna catch up to him, and it's a safe pick. But yes. <laughs> let's go. Okay, uh, next one. Stricker. We'll only Stricker. we'll do we'll do kind of the same type of thing, um, but instead Stricker. of. Instead of two points for the winner, or instead of three points for the winner, we'll do two points for the winner and one per one point for if they get into the championship game. We'll do the Big Ten tournament. Uh, Andrew, or actually, we'll start with Nick because we started with Nick. Nick, pick someone who you think is going to win, but you get one point for if they make the championship game and two points if they win. So we'll start with the Big Twelve. Did I say Big Ten? We'll start with the Big Twelve. Big Twelve. We're doing Big Twelve and Big Ten. The Big Twelve. Because those are the be- two best conferences, Big 12 and Big Did 10. Kansas, is Kansas game over? Did they win? Yes, they won by f- seven. They were up 23 at one point in the second half and freaking barely won. I just, I'm safe pick. I'm just going to stick with Baylor. I think they can just do Bayla, it. Baylor. The Baylor Bears. I'm going to stick with, I mean, they're the one seed for a reason, right? Yeah. Why not, why not pick and make the finals? Q? Um, I'm. <sighs> This is tough because obviously Baylor's the the safe pick. I'm really high on Oklahoma State though. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Um, I think I'm gonna go Oklahoma State here. Oklahoma State. Woo! All right. Woo! Woo! All right, Brian. Um, Oklahoma State has Baylor tomorrow. Um, I don't know. Baylor yeah, didn't play well tough. against Kansas. I'm going Oklahoma State too because yeah. I think Oklahoma State's very good. I think they're a Final Four team, and uh, uh, yeah, I don't think uh, Baylor didn't play well against Kansas State. So yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go Baylor as well. I would go Kansas in any other circumstance, but their center, who basically averages like 15 and 10 a game, isn't here. Right now, I don't know if he'll be back at any point in the tournament. He'll be he'll be back for the NCAA tournament, so I'm not worried about that. But the Big Ten, 12 tournament, I'm not sure if he's going to be there or not. But I'll just go Baylor, just because I think that they they did play really bad against Kansas State today. Um, but they picked up in the second half and ended up winning. Yeah. Now well, it's also it's also tough to pick Texas Tech or Texas because they haven't played yet. Uh, that is like, true. And like I if the, if and both I, those teams I might have picked the weird. winner because yeah. I don't know. It's it's both those teams. Are I, super I do weird. trust. I want to say. I do trust. I, well, I don't. State, I don't yeah. think Baylor's going to get it done. Um, you know, you always. I always. I like to point out this sometimes when, especially when I do brackets alone. Um, I, I I think that defense in college basketball doesn't always win you, doesn't always get you the money. I mean, I think you got to have a really good combination of good defense and good offense, and oftentimes. If you play a team at, at your skill level and you can't score offensively, even if you're a great defensive team, that team can shoot. It's all over. You can't guard the shot. It's tough, difficult to guard that three. So, yeah, I don't think Baylor's going to win, but I think, I think Baylor can win the finals. Um. Okay, and then the last one, I already hinted at this, but the Big Ten, Big Ten, Nick. I think Illinois is the best team in the NCAA. I'm going to go with them. The Fighting Ooh. Illinois. All right. <laughs> Andrew or no Brian right or yeah Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Andrew. Um, here let me check real quick. All right. Ooh, we got Maryland. No, don't pick Maryland. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to go with uh with Illinois here too because I think that they're guaranteed um 
at least a spot in the Big Ten championship. It's mm-hmm. tough, but I um I really trust their defense. I think that they're a great team. Um, I don't know if they're the best team in the NCAA, but I can see base. them. I can see them making it to the NCAA championship. I tell you what, who who is the huh? guy on Maryland? I just want to know. Just a curious question. Speaking of Maryland, who's the guy on Maryland? Who was the guy on Maryland with the goggles that was like filthy? Oh, Jaylen Bruno Smith. Fernando, Jalen Smith, Jalen Smith. Wait, no, Bruno Fernando didn't have goggles. It was Jalen Smith. Yeah, yeah. The guy who like had an absolutely nasty poster two years ago in March Madness. Is he? Is he in the? NBA? He's in. He's in. I the, don't know where he's he in the is. NBA. He got drafted last year. I think. Yeah, I don't know that where he is though. That guy's a G. <laughs> yeah, He'd be the only I reason I picked Maryland to win a game, even though he doesn't play for them. That guy was a G. <laughs> Uh, he's on the Suns right now. He averages one and a half points, one rebound, and point two assists. Buying a jersey. That guy has a g- jersey and <laughs> goggles. Show up, find a Suns game with a jersey and the goggles. I better Ryan, get wrapped up. Big Ten. Who we got? I'm gonna go with Michigan just because they wouldn't have to play Iowa before the final. Illinois would have to go through Iowa. Mm-hmm. That is true. I think you'll so, not compete Iowa. They got the good Yeah, bigs. but it's just an extra hard game that they have to go to. They play back-to-backs, and so I'm just going to go based off of that. Um, I had an easier route. I had my answer pre in there, and I said Illinois only because I thought everyone's going to pick Michigan, but um, I think it's Illinois just because they beat Michigan – what was it? Two, three weeks ago, without their best March second, so two weeks ago, um, without their best player, and they absolutely stomped them by twenty plus. Um, so now they do have their best player back, who had a really good game against who did they play recently? Doesn't matter, but I can't remember. Um, but yeah, they're. I think that they are the best team in the Big Ten. I don't know about the the entire NCAA. I think Baylor is probably the best. Gonzaga. Is good, but they again. They're going to get put to the test. I think it they haven't. Bra- they haven't the played anyone. They have yeah. not played anyone since like early I think, January. Like, I think yeah. it depends who the two seed on in their in their little section is. If it's yeah. an yeah. if it's Iowa, I mean, I think if Gar if they if they can somehow meet Gar meet Iowa in the Elite Eight, I mean, Garza is a beast. And if we're talking other teams, just just throwing out scenarios here. I think if they get put with the right matchup, a team that. You know, can I, I think the only the only beat bottom line the only beat to Gonzaga is a team that can match their score. Not many teams can do it, but you catch a shooting team that's on a on the right night. I agree, Iowa can and Gonzaga's on the wrong night. Mm-hmm. I like an Iowa or even someone they meet like let me, let me just throw some not crazy. It's something they meet a team like the Sweet Sixteen that is just a lethal shooting team, can't play defense, but they can match their shooting. Um, uh, shooting Watch out for Loyola streets. Chicago. Yeah, right. Any team that's known the tournament to get hot from deep, if Gonzaga has a run in with those, I might just pick that team just to be interesting. Just, yeah. Yeah. just, just to put an interesting number on the bracket, give me something to really root for in the tournament. Hopefully that team hopefully that team can just get hot and match Gonzaga's intensity from deep. I think I think the biggest test for Gonzaga would be a team like Iowa or Michigan or Illinois. Who have Those are all si- Final Four games. I know, I know. That's, I know. That's still my opinion. But, um, I think that those teams really can test Gonzaga the most because they can still score, but they also have a big man presence in the paint, which I feel like could help Iowa specifically. 
Yes, I think Iowa specifically. I think yeah. I think I think Iowa's, Illinois. Illinois, I think Illinois specifically. But, Illinois is going to be on the other side though. They meet if they play Illinois, they meet them in the finals. Yeah, I mean, any anywhere down the road, I think that those three teams. I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter where. For them. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I just think tough. that those three teams, no matter where they meet, doesn't matter what round, those three teams could give Gonzaga the bet. The I agree. And they, I think. I think if Gonzaga has a run in with Loyola Chicago, watch out. Loyola Loyola is a classic shooting team. Honestly, That's based how they on their tear through the March Madness, they could shoot and well, they could rebound. Based on the. They still Andy. got Cusper or whatever his name is. Um, no, uh, what's the the Krutwig. big guy? Crutwig, Crutwig, and and uh, number five Towns is still there too. I didn't know he that. He is. Yes, I thought the was Miami. Was... No, 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 no. That guy's the lefty. I forget what his name, but I number that guy five was Towns. He hit. No, he hit a different. He hit a different three. Um, it wasn't a game winner, well, I, but it I was to put them up by in four. the big shot somewhere down the road. Yeah, yeah, he did. It was like with like the shot well, clock turned would... off. I can't believe um, that team went to the final well, four. They went they went um Miami, Tennessee, Kansas State in the Elite Eight. So who was their sweet sixteen game? I don't uh, remember. Nevada. No. Yeah. I can't even remember. I think it was Nevada. No, they didn't play a good team. Yeah, Marcus played, Towns. They, it was Marcus Towns. He's still here. Jesus Christ. They played That's a uh, they played a they played a third uh 12-13 seed. Whoever beat Arizona, I thought. Oh, wait. What year am I thinking? I'm thinking a different year. Anyways, I think Loyola-Chicago, if the bracket is what it is right now, because I was looking at bracketology, it was either today or yesterday, they would have to play UNC, and I think UNC would beat them. in Bracketology. Oh, it was Nevada. They won by one in the Sweet 16. Against the Martins? That's a kid, Nick. Yeah, Against they, the Martins? They, yeah. Loyola Chicago had the weirdest run because they went three seed. No, they went six seed, three seed, seven seed, nine seed, final four. Yeah, that is weird. Nine <laughs> seed Kansas in the State, Elite Eight. Because Kansas, Kansas State. I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. Was that the so same? Bracketology, I'll tell you what, is a lifesaver. It was 11 9 in the what Elite What do you mean? Eight. It's a lifesaver. I love bracketology. Oh, yeah. Well, Where it does UCLA not... at? Ooh, well, they eight. probably have. They, they probably. Got, they just yeah, I know. That's today. not. That's not updated. That is not updated. That was two days ago. <laughs> yeah, so it's not updated well, from today. Well, well, obviously they lost. Yeah, you say last Oregon. Uh, that's tough. They but anyways, I tell you what, Chris Smith tore his freaking ACL. They'd be filthy. Chris Smith's good. He's their best player. How did uh, How did Tiger Campbell do today? How did my guy do? Tiger, he probably had like ten assists, like his normal. It's like five points, ten assists. Those are his numbers. Points, He's Rajon Rondo of the NCAA. Five points, ten assists, and it looks like King Tut. With that haircut. It's King Tiger. Uh, King Tiger. Tiger King. Tiger King. Ah, Tiger King. That's a, that's they, a good they, nickname. He needs to be inducted into the UCLA Basketball Hall of Fame. Tiger Campbell? Are you kidding me? That hair will never, should okay. never go unforgotten. The hair can, not him himself. The <laughs> hair you take can a picture, then, you write, then you put Tiger Campbell's hair. Yeah, that's it. And then the, the statue is just his, is his hair, not him. Or and then like you can like stand anything. underneath it and like wear the head of hair. Yeah. It's like one of those games. Like a wig. <laughs> cool. Like a wig. Anyways, yeah. uh, that's it. Final thoughts. Go Andrew. Pats. What's oh, that, dude? Idiot. Oh. Oh, I forgot it for a second. Time. We got to restart. I tell you, we got to jump ship and restart. I forgot, I forgot it for the second day in a row. We got to jump Andrew ship and restart. Andrew has a stat. Is what is the stat? I mean, I don't know if okay. you can pull it together and give the stat if you did that. Um, I'm picking between two. I'll just, I'll just 
do my favorite. The more um, so uh, this is about um, I bet I bet this is a um, Nick Nicholas Pargas favorite duo in the NBA. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Oh. Um, this is really gonna be that interesting. <laughs> yep. So that they have more playoff wins than like five franchises. Okay, different one. <laughs> Next, yeah, screw you, Brian. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I saw that like twenty different times today. Screw you, Brian. Well, I I made this like four days if, ago. If it was posted by ESPN, it's not an interesting stat. <laughs> it wasn't posted by ESPN or sports. Uh, First off, report. to be clear, Brian Actually, saw yeah, it today. Um, I I found that four days ago. Just oh, I got an alert. I don't UCLA know what I bubble saw, watch. I okay, uh, I'll go to a different one then. Okay. There's oh, they're still favored. Nick, shut up. Nobody cares. <laughs> Since two thousand, Nick, Jesus Christmas. Since two thousand nine. Uh, the leading rusher on the winning team of, in the Super Bowl has not had a base salary more than $2.5 million. Wow. Kinda so that means teams with good running backs are not making the playoff or not making the Super Bowl. Guess Since 09? Well, Since a lot 09. of them, a lot of them Lynch? are the Patriots and they don't. Marshawn Lynch? Um, he didn't make $2.9 million? I don't think so. Marshawn Lynch. In 2013, when they won or, the Super Bowl, or 14, when he oh wait, it's no, winners, it right? No, oh, it's it was the leading rusher on a team. I don't know if Marshawn Lynch was the leading rusher. Yes. Okay. Who the heck was their other running back? Um, it like might have been freaking Russell Wilson. Like CJ Spiller. Who was? <laughs> 2013. Yeah, 1257 well, yards. How was not the leading rusher? I want to meet that leading rusher. They well, look, look at his salary. <laughs> what did he not make? <laughs> He was like well into his season, his career. It was, it was, it was. Who's there? Who's yeah, there? He like was in the, he was in the league for six years. He had fifteen hundred yards league before. I don't know how he didn't have a so. Marshawn Lynch. I don't know if I could find the salaries. Probably, you probably could. Salary. Okay, there's salary. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Seven million dollars. All right. This stats. stupid. Oh, that means. I even. I'd even give this to you. I'd, I'd say. I would say CJ oh, Anderson when he went with Denver was making more money than two was making more than two point nine. He no, was coming up a thousand yards season. Anderson, he no was way. he. That's yeah, I mean, was it his contract it's a run, it's a it's a position player. It's a skill player position skill position, and he had a thousand yard season around that time. I'd even um, go as far as say him. What year was that? Oh nine. Then the Ravens won with Ray Rice. He wasn't making that much. No. Ravens, well, oh look at this. Wait, wait, wait. When did the Broncos win? Two thousand when fifteen. Uh, fifteen. Yeah, he was on a three-year, one point five million dollar contract. Mm. What about Ray Rice? They won in two thousand. I don't know. No. Well, it's all right because I got a gaggle of other ones. Okay, fine. Just go to the um, next third time's so, a charm. So actually, this is more of like a more of a fact. There's a there's a different stat that I found, but I mean everybody knows this. That I mean more people have walked on the moon than Mariano Rivera has earned runs in the playoffs. Everybody knows that one. I think. that's crazy. What happened? It's crazy. More so, there have been twelve people to ever walk on the moon. Only eleven people have actually scored. Mariano Rivera has let up eleven earned runs in the playoffs in his career, and there have been twelve people on the moon. There have been twelve people. Mariano, I guess the closer of all time. No one's going to come near him. No one's going to come near him. Yeah, there's no one close. We're the day of spin right now. So the next, the next closest pitcher to ever come near that kind of save situation is the guy that throws 106 miles an hour without destroying his arm. (laughs) That guy. Yeah. 
the guy that throws the ball that you can't see because it's coming at you so hard. Yeah. So I guess that's a stat. I had a different one. It's kind of a, it's just a fact. Um, yeah. It's just, um, it's actually kind of crazy. In in, uh, in 1919, pitcher earned a complete game despite being struck by lightning during the game. Oh yeah. Dang, I know that's that's that. nuts. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. crazy. You didn't know that's yeah. that. He was pitching for the Indians. It was his team debut. <laughs> he threw a complete game shutout and he got struck by lightning in the eighth inning, came back, <laughs> finished the ninth, one, two, three. He got struck yep. by lightning and what through 200 miles an hour. <laughs> it was in the yeah. 40. It was in the 40. Right? The 1940s. Yeah. Uh, in 1919. What was the guy's uh, name? Uh, Ray Caldwell. Ray Caldwell. He was a pitching. Yeah. He was a ti- former Tigers pitcher. Now pitching for the Indians. This is day- team debut. He currently pitches year. for the Indians. Hundred years later. <laughs> oh yeah. Hundred and two. I tell you what. Hundred and two years later. When you get struck by lightning, weird stuff happens. Weird he became the happens. Flash. Dude, Anyone see had, a flash? He had, little, exactly yeah, what yeah, happened. he had a little zip on the fastball. Yeah, you think. <laughs> Anyways, Wait, thanks okay, for the stat, Andrew. The, I'm so stuck on this. The, the salaries yeah. to how much? I'm just not wondering how much the pass. It was false. Like they Falsified. Won. I don't know. Probably was, not a lot, actually. Probably I thought he had like a semi bigger deal, mm, and that's why know. he left, walked in for ages yeah. that year. To go I play thought I thought that that was a credible a credible source. What was it? Goofball.com of what the f stats? What the f stats? Well, they, we're not saying them. The what the F stands? <laughs> nine, they forgot about freaking Marshawn Lynch. What the F? This is a actually. This is not a paid um sponsorship. We are not sponsored by What the F stats. So if they get <laughs> more, we should try sometime. Maybe they, they can actually come up with some honestly, actual truth. What the crap. F? What the F stats? <sighs> um, but yeah, that's it. Any last thoughts? I know Nick's is going to be go pets. I'm just dumbfounded at the moment. Dumbfounded. Kind of disappointed. He's the only one. I looked at Damian Williams. He was 2.5 a year. So, yeah, Marshawn was the only one. Uh, Since since 2014. It's not as impressive. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Click one for our podcast. We will see you on Monday. Peace out. Pets. Pets.